Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Talk to Me Toast. Um, I'm excited to be recording because I'm always excited to talk to you guys. Like that goes without saying. Today, I'm not going to do too much of a preamble. Um, today's episode is going to be about some of my housing nightmares since I moved to Canada and I've had quite a few so I don't know how this episode is gonna go it's either it's gonna be it's either it's gonna be a really long um episode or it's gonna have to be a part one and part two I will try to get everything in here within (laughs) 40 minutes or thereabout um but we'll see how it goes so please hang with me if you are someone who is thinking of moving to Canada, specifically the greater Toronto area, this is going to be, you know, something that's worth listening to. If you are maybe living on res, like um, your student resident in the GTA and you're considering moving off campus, this could be helpful for you too. If you just want to kind of laugh at other people's sorrow, this could also be a good episode for you to come and laugh and bask in joy while I, you know, narrate my, you know, escapades. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to just start off by giving you guys kind of a rundown of everywhere I've lived since I moved to Canada um, because it's kind of a long list. So I left Nigeria in December 2015 um, and initially when I came to Canada, I literally just came to get some paperwork done because it was obviously December, so right before Christmas. Um, I needed to do all that stuff because... Um, if I didn't, then I would have been kind of stranded for the winter semester. So I needed to sort it out before um, the fall semester was done. So I came, say, like December 20th, I think. Um, and I went to my campus, did all that type of stuff to get my housing set up for January. So I went um, back to the States, stayed there into the new year and then came back. So January 2nd, 2016, I moved into my very first place um in canada which was a student residence um it was a townhouse it, i went to university of toronto mississauga my very first school when i moved here um so in utm as we like to call it there was um different reses one the first one i got was McLuhan. like i said it was a townhouse and it was designed for four people but i was the third roommate so basically two people had been living in the building from the fall semester but i was coming late right so i had my place just for winter um and then there was an empty room in the apartment anyway after that um i moved to another place on residence which was also um a townhouse but the way it was split was there was an apartment downstairs an apartment upstairs it was called mcgrath valley um and basically i had one roommate that was there for half of the summer term and then i had the whole place to myself um for you know the rest of my time so okay by the way guys sorry if you can hear like background noise i've said this in quite a few episodes and by the grace of god we will be past this you know season um of noise anyway so um i moved um to mcgrath like i said one roommate for half of the summer and then um once summer was done i moved off campus now this is where things start to get more and more interesting so i moved off campus to um a place also in mississauga near the utm campus because at the time um i didn't know i was going to be leaving utm just yet um and it was like the only sensible like i didn't have all the information so to say so i moved to um an area in mississauga in the erin mills region let me just put it that way if you're familiar with gt you might know the area and i was living in a townhouse a shared townhouse um with i think how many people it was a three-bedroom townhouse um that also had like a living area in the basement but the basement was unoccupied so it was just two other people one um master bedroom and then two other rooms so the two of us shared the kitchen and the washroom um but there was another person that was also sharing the kitchen with us anyway so i did that and then after staying in that place i moved to etobicoke and i stayed there for like a year and change so i i moved um to Etobicoke in 2017 in summer of 2017 I think May um and I stayed there until 
August 2018. So August 2018, um, I knew I didn't want to renew my lease. Um, so I had started looking for a place, didn't find a place for a while. Um, and by the time my lease was done, I moved out and kept my stuff in a storage unit. And I'll get more into that later in this podcast. But then I scored it with a friend in the square one area for about two months. So I didn't have a place for two months. And I was living with a friend of Saga. Right? So after that, I know this story is, is, is quite long. Uh, so that was in 2018. Um, so October, mid-October 2018, I moved to my own place with a roommate it also in Mississauga in the Malton area, um, which is pretty much close to the airport or off airport road. And I was there for quite some time. Um, I didn't move until 2020, so pretty much two years. Um, and in August of 2018, was it August? In September 2018, I moved into my own um, one bedroom basement um, studio apartment, um, which was my first solo space that I had rented, right? So I don't know how many places I just narrated to you guys, but yeah, the last place I moved into, which is technically the place I'm in now for the, you know, time being, <laughs> and I'll, I'll explain what that means in a sec. But um, so the, the place I'm, I, I moved, the last place I moved into is actually in Toronto, technically midtown Toronto. Some people will consider it downtown, but it's really not. It's in the, um, I don't know if I want to give the specifics of where I live, but just know it's in the midtown Toronto area. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, that's pretty much everywhere I've lived. So I'm going to just quickly go into every one of these places and I guess my experiences there and I'll try and keep you brief but you guys know I love to talk to you so forgive me if I if I'm not as concise as I would like to be okay so place one really quick it was on res your basic you know res situation it costs about um it worked out to um north of a thousand dollars per month because how res works especially like with universities is it's not a monthly rent situation right like you pay for the semester and i think it was four thousand and something dollars for a semester and you know the semester is about four months right so um so yeah that was that you had to have like a meal plan my unit did come with a kitchen unlike some of the other units um on my campus but it had a kitchen which for me was like a a deal breaker it was yeah very basic living situation didn't have much trouble with the space itself um obviously being like a campus house being campus housing it was pretty like there was maintenance there was everything like didn't have to worry about all that the heat worked everything was good um the only thing is i did have one roommate that was a little bit crazy um and there was this one night where she had a little celebration and her friend comes to the unit pukes on our carpets after having too much to drink is yelling screaming her life problems for everybody to hear and then she goes into our storage unit and rips out some of the shelves of the, you know, closets. But again, this is not the craziest thing I've dealt with. Basic uni rubbish, you know, we move, we learn, whatever. So I did that, and then um, at the end of that semester, which was winter, I moved into my summer summer unit. Now, (laughs) the process of moving from one spot on res to the next spot on res for me, it was a bit of a nightmare. If you're familiar with the University of Toronto, Mississauga campus, you know that McLuhan is on one end. McGrath Valley is on the other end. And when they when they named that place McGrath Valley, there could not be any more accurate name because it's literally a valley. Like, you literally go down a hill to get to the place. And all this other stuff I was not prepared for. I did not have the information. So moving that time was a bit of a nightmare. I had packed everything and that part was straightforward. But actually moving from... Because for me, it's like I'm moving within campus, right? So I didn't think I needed any kind of like moving van or like anything like that. And I don't think I even needed a moving van. An Uber Excel would have done. Um, but yeah, I had to move with a little small trolley and I took four trips back and forth. Like, so essentially eight trips. Um, just, you know, carrying load, which was a bit of a nightmare. Again, if you're familiar with the campus, you can imagine how much of a hassle that was. So if you're listening to this and you, you know, fall into that predicament, just prepare yourself. You're going to need an Uber XL to move within campus. Like, do not underestimate the size of the University of Toronto Saga campus. It is a bit of a mission. So yeah, I did that. I moved into McGrath Valley. 
this was even better because again it was just me and one person she was really clean we didn't have issues we didn't we we're not friends or anything um i um yeah i didn't have any like serious issues with that roommate the only thing was she had a lot of friends um that would come to the apartment and would get really comfortable thankfully like they kind of respected my space and all that type of stuff so we didn't have issues however after she moved out there was you know one night i was literally just reading the email i wrote to campus services um one day randomly because i completely forgot about the experience but basically um after she had moved out remember she stayed until um half of this the summer term right because summer comes in two batches like two parts um i was doing full full summer she was in half anyway so we had this thing with our back door where it didn't used to actually lock you would lock it but you could still open it even from outside um and i didn't even know this at first but she did and i had noticed that like she and her friends kind of be in and out of the apartment and if you know how like u of t um residence works um you have like a t card and you can't access like nobody can access your apartment without if they don't live there right like they need your t card to be able to enter because you have to scan at the door to enter any residence units or obviously if the back door is open then the back door is open so <laughs> we all like i used to lock it every night but i noticed that they could just kind of enter without any kind of ceremony anyway so she's done she's gone back she's in dubai for the rest of summer and then um this random night i heard the door opening and mind you i didn't really have that many friends on campus i was very confused next thing there's a knock on my door and it is this man a full ass man <laughs> my bedroom door telling me um hey sorry didn't want you to come out and be scared um a bunch of us are just going to crash here for the night um uh he basically lied that my roommate had given him her key but that was a lie because once you move out your key no longer has you know access to the unit literally because you're not registered and either way i wouldn't think she would leave her literal like t card like that's your id card that's like in utm you use that for everything i don't think she would leave that with random guys and travel right so basically they were like yeah she gave us a copy of the key um i'm just going to crash here for tonight because we don't want to drive basically they were all drunk right so i think it was two of them they were both drunk and they were just randomly in my living room and this guy knocks to tell me so that i'm not scared which obviously just <laughs> still scared me so i had to like lock my bedroom door because again i don't know these guys i'm not friends with them they're randomly in my unit blah 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 so i ended up just writing a you know an email to the resident services and etc etc um they were really nice about it by morning the guys were kind of i guess out of the apartment um maintainers came to fix the back door they checked on me do you are you okay did they you know like you know schools here tend to be very like how is your mental health like all that type of stuff so you know they checked on me made sure i was good made, made sure i wasn't like frightened especially because i would continue to stay in that apartment by myself for the rest of the summer so they were pretty okay about it and i felt fine like the doors the door can lock okay but good so i guess for the rest of you know the summer i was fine now i will say that when you are staying in res like a few things to note is that capitalism is real like they will try and get money from you every which way i personally didn't have any issues in terms of getting charged for things but like literally a scratch on the wall they will charge you like a hundred dollars so i recommend taking pictures of any defects once you enter the unit so that if they try and charge you you can protest blah 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 like there's all these things right um I know one time we're having issues with our, our toilet and they tried to put the blame on us but like we were able to just be like yo that's that's cap like you can't do that blah 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 so those are some of the things to think about but honestly compared to every other experience i've had living anywhere i would say living on campus was pretty good like my townhouse experience because everything is kind of sorted out for you you don't really have to worry too much it's very spacious compared to lots of the housing you would see in toronto and you know the rest of the gta so yeah not too many bad things to say about living on campus um anyway moving on um after that i lived in erin mills so the process of finding this apartment i just searched on Kijiji and i found a place um i found um 
you know, a bunch of places that I was going to view. I had considered renting with a friend, but she was moving before I was. So I ended up just finding this um, room in a house. And I've described the situation to you guys. It was me. There was another room. We both shared a washroom. There was a master bedroom. She didn't share a washroom with us, but all three of us shared the kitchen, right? Um, And I have another story time that is going to come out in terms of me going to view that property, blah, blah, blah. Watch out for that episode. It's probably going to be next week. (laughs) But from the minute I said, um, I'm just going to tell the story. This is from my first impression, right? So when I went to view the place, everything looked fine. It was my first off-campus housing, blah, blah, blah. I got some older people that i knew to read through the list for me because i've never done this before yada 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 everything looked good i was happy with the place i signed the list i got the keys um eventually anyway so there was a bit of lag between like when i was going to move into this place and when i was due to leave campus and campus was not they were not smiling they were not trying to extend like they were not trying to give me that extra like two days or however long i needed you know before my release was going to start so i had to like move all my stuff to i think my friend's place and stay there for a bit and then from my friend's house i took an uber to my new apartment um to my new house so <laughs> my very first day in the house i enter by myself and i just see a very dirty kitchen and I'm like, bro, what is this? And it was not dirty as in somebody just cooked and dipped. It was dirty as in like dishes have been in the sink like for Lord only knows how long. Um, there was just disgusting stuff everywhere. And me, I'm not the most anal person. I'm not even the most organized person. But what I can't stand, first of all, I'm like a food hygiene, this thing. I don't like, when it comes to food, we're going to be cooking. Let's all be guided because this is death that you're going to ingest that's number one um and two like i don't like other people's mess like if it's my mess eh, okay it's my mess but i don't like other people's mess like i'm the kind of person that even with my mess like if say i forget dishes in the sink for gosh i shouldn't be saying this and casting myself on the internet but you know what's great um i'm kind of person that if i forget like maybe not dishes but like um a container in the sink and i don't wash it like and i'm just going about my life and i leave it there for a couple days and i come back and it's still there i'm going to trash the whole container because i can't i can't and this, you know, looks like this was stuff that had been sitting for a while. So already I was very, very turned off by that. My landlord was the person that used to live in the master bedroom. And she was kind of, I don't know, she didn't really care. And she had told me that somebody else was going to be moving in. But that person hadn't moved in yet. So it was obviously her mess. Um, and because obviously this is going to be my landlord person, I'm paying rent. So I couldn't really like, excuse me, I couldn't really do anything about that situation um i just kind of avoided the kitchen for a while waited for her to come back home she was oh like oh yeah sir 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 excuse me sir um she was like yeah sorry you know i know the kitchen's a bit of a mess we'll clean it blah 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 mind you so she had a boyfriend i think I think at the time they're still dating or if we didn't engaged i don't know whatever she had a boyfriend um and they used to kind of like be in the house a lot together before i moved in so i guess like obviously she didn't have any roommates before they would cook together blah 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 and then she had gone to his place for a while it was that type of you know somebody uses another person's own to do you it was that kind of situation so eventually she cleaned it i had to now come and deep clean myself so i could finally be comfortable using the kitchen the fridge was overflowing eventually she cleaned the made space for me to have room in the fridge yeah it was you know that anyway so in terms of the more eventful stuff that happened here um throughout my stay we didn't have too too many issues there would be issues here and there but like nothing drastic the very first time this person ever really really rubbed me the wrong way was you know when she had just moved out and basically when she was living there she had told us not to worry about a whole bunch of stuff so she used to buy all the cleaning supplies she used to buy a lot of stuff in the house right and then mind you i'm just coming from a res situation where it was kind of similar not exact same but like res also kind of covers a lot of things um like you buy your own cleaning supplies and stuff but like i don't know res just kind of sorted out a lot of things for you so i think i kind of entered with that same mindset so i was kind of used to a lot of the things that she used to provide um and then she moved out and me and my roommates at the time didn't really used to talk i can't remember who my roommates was like if i see the person on the road like i'm sorry i don't know them don't even know their name um so yeah my roommate and i never really now figured out who was going to be buying what 
so anytime i think we now eventually split who was going to clean when i would kind of clean you know whatever was available but i guess she kind of used to do the same thing and then one day my okay sorry i'm going to start another recording give me one second Sorry guys, that was really weird. My computer did a weird thing as I was recording, but I'm back. Anyway, so as I was saying, um, I, I, um, I fully lost my train of thoughts. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we we had you know decided you know we would clean whenever we would clean. Everybody was making it work as they would. So one day she comes to the house and she kind of throws a fit about how we're not using this particular product to clean, and we're not using this, and we're not using that, and you know like she didn't like a lot of the way the place was blah 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 mind you this is somebody that used to be really messy so it was kind of confusing i think for both of us um and she was like yeah that i think she it was that kind of pressure of realizing oh she's a landlord she's a landlord she's a landlord um and then she mind you in retrospect that wasn't even proper for her to just be barging into the apartment wherever she wanted to um because technically she wasn't a resident anymore so she couldn't even be doing that but anyway so she shot through a whole fit and i was kind of confused because i'm like bro like i've never all these products that you like like i've never bought those things so like i don't know what you're saying like <laughs> you get um but yeah she kind of threw a whole fit and was like we should all pull i guess pull money together and figure out who's going to buy what like she wanted to clean this place but there was no this to clean it that she needed to use that specific product to clean it and it was just very annoying but like it was whatever but i didn't even mind um i kind of asked the babe like okay how do you want to do this thing i kind of agreed when i go she shop i will buy when you go she shop you will buy and we will kind of go through the product however we go through the product um and that's kind of what we're doing um i think we might have issues here and there about that but honestly i don't even care anyway after that the next thing that happens is she decides that she's going to sell the house while my lease is still active so the two people that moved in after they had shorter leases um they had shorter leases and they were both going to be out of the apartment i think by april but my lease was a full year lease so i wasn't due out of the apartment till august and she's like yeah they're selling the house and i was like bro like how are you just going to spring this up on me i forget when she told me but like i'm like how are you just going to spring this up on me like randomly and legally like she couldn't even move me out like legally because i had a lease right like it was up to me to decide whether or not i wanted to move and i had finals at the time and it was just like bro like you really want me to start um you know looking for a place right now um i just want to add another piece of context that right after moving off campus i ended up changing schools but i had already signed this lease in mississauga but my school was now in etobicoke lakeshore blah 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 so it was like a disgusting commute so that was another issue i had in this place was my commute was disgusting <laughs> um i think easily the worst commute i've had since i moved to canada i used to take a bus from um i used to take a, a bus that was an eight i think eight minute walk from my house um which ideally would even be fine except that the mississauga buses if you guys are familiar with commuting in mississauga you know it's a whole mess the whole system like through the whole system maybe um so basically like sometimes the bus will just not stop at my stop because my stop wasn't like a major stop if you guys are familiar with the dundas like bus one route like <laughs> i feel like i'm as i'm saying this thing i'm probably triggering some people but basically like anything after between um south common like anything after utm right traveling west and i know for a lot of you this makes no sense but traveling west everything after utm just back there forget about it is a mess like yeah anyway so obviously like i had lived in campus before this so i never really had to commute this was also my first experience like with a daily commute and it was again a whole mess so it was taking me forever to get to school i would take one bus like that was like a 45 minute ride i think um down to the end of dundas which is so long um and then take a bus from there from what was my commute no and then walk from dundas into kipling station and then take a bus from kipling to school it seems very straightforward and i say it like this but trust me like 
I've had a commute with three like different transfers that was better than this because the the buses were just never stopping it was just so hard to predict and i was honestly frustrated with the whole system again this was my very first experience with like a daily commute so i de- it definitely like amplified my dismay so i knew for sure that like moving i was going to be moving into etobicoke now remember that before this my only move had been within campus and then from campus to like a 10 minute drive away so to now be moving between cities was a whole new thing again never lived never been to a house in a different city like i was very very unexposed like when i moved here i moved straight into res moved straight into school hadn't seen a lot of the city and didn't know what to expect and wasn't familiar with the whole process so anyway when she says she's selling the house i'm like okay fine i have to start looking and here's the cake when you're moving closer to the more the closer you get to toronto the more expensive housing tends to get um and the quality i was used to at the price i was paying so at that time i was paying 600 dollars a month including all utilities wi-fi everything 600 dollars which today is non-existent in mississauga but i digress so i was paying 600 dollars in 20 um from 2016 to 2017 but then as at the time i was checking 2017 rent had gone up first of all um there was nothing on the market for around that same price and another factor was because my school was in etobicoke which is technically under the toronto transit commission i had to factor that i had been paying um like for transit i had been paying for toronto transit as well as mississauga transit and on some days i actually used to take the go just to kind of be quicker so like if i had like an 8 a.m class i could not be doing my two-hour commutes in the morning so i would be doing that go train trip right not every time sometimes i just want to school but i digress <laughs> um so yeah um these are all the things that were factors in my head at the time long story short i start looking for a place i have no luck um i have no luck and i let her know that listen like i don't know if i'm going to be able to move at the time you want me to move ideally i would have the whole of summer to search for a new place that i'll be moving to for fall but now you're telling me to move in may i think she wanted me to move which if you know the toronto housing market like nothing really really goes up for me i feel um june would even be better january perhaps august ideal september the best but you know me <laughs> so um anyway i'm one day talking to my friends and like friends from class and one of them kind of mentions that they live in this place but it's really crappy um they wouldn't recommend it but they know that there's going to be an available unit and i was just like you know keep me posted like we'll see right so i had started viewing different places around i wasn't finding anything and then in the end she was like yeah for sure the place is going to be available so you know i'm like you know what? i'll come and see it i come i look at it it's not the greatest but i feel like it will do um the place was 560 dollars and um per month so even cheaper but this time instead of sharing a whole house with three three people and a washroom with one other person it was four of us sharing a flat now let me describe this thing to you basically it was a townhouse it had upstairs downstairs basement upstairs there were four of us downstairs there were four people and i think in the basement there were two people there was no living room um there was a kitchen a small kitchen that all of us shared one refrigerator that all four of us shared one tiny washroom that all of us shared and a mini space in between the four units that wasn't a living room just was the space in between all our rooms um and then there was laundry in the basement that the entire building shared it was coin operated laundry um nothing cute nothing fancy you have to have your exact change of a dollar 25 do not recommend i will never leave a coin laundry again in my life in jesus name <laughs> anyway so my um so i had you know said fine i will take this place basically i will i was you know going to sign a sublet that would start in me and then you know rent the place with my own lease starting in i believe september so i let my present landlord the one in the airy mills area know okay you know what this is the situation and she was like okay 
like sorry about the inconvenience i'll even help you move blah 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 so she helps me on the first day to move some of my stuff but because i was still doing school and i was still at the time also looking for a job um i couldn't really like finish like my whole move on time so i had moved the stuff that i didn't need immediately but i had other stuff that i needed to move i wasn't moving furniture thankfully so it was literally just suitcases that type of thing um and then what happened basically i had a job interview the weekend that my move was to be happening so i let this mississauga woman know listen i have a job interview i cannot be worrying about moving right now i know you said you would help me and you've helped me move half of my things but there's the other half i need to move um yeah some stuff like that and i felt like i needed to go and clean the new place as well and i hadn't had time to do that so for me it was like you know i've put myself in this inconvenient position i'm moving out early this is the least you can do especially because like they were renovating the house at the time so it wasn't like anybody was coming to buy the property early now speaking of the renovation as we were still in the house as our things were still in the kitchen as even my shorting list had not ended so it, I meant to move out in August. You said I should move out in May. May has not ended. Sorry, May has not started. It's still April, right? So my my new list is meant to end April 30th or whatever the last day of April is. Um, and I'm meant to be out by the first day of May. We are still mid-April. She had started like deconstructing the whole kitchen. There were, you know, hot um, power tools. There was sawdust everywhere. We could barely cook in the kitchen. She had started doing all this rubbish, right? And like I said, the end of April, like literally the last weekend in April, I had my job interview. So the next morning after my job interview, I had just done like a load of laundry and I was just going to sleep there for that night. I was going to take my stuff to my friend's place because I didn't even want to be around all the construction stuff. Ask me how May 1st in the morning, May 1st is the day I'm meant to leave home. I'm not allowed to sleep there on May 1st, right? But technically I'm still well within my rights. May 1st, 8 a.m., this woman comes to the house. And when I say this woman, this woman, she was, you know, probably like 29, 28. I don't know. She comes to my door. She bangs. She's banging the door. And this is somebody I have told I am going to be in the house. And she had not said anything against it. And she comes. She starts yelling at me that um, basically, like, I shouldn't think that because she's nice that this place is a hotel, that this place is not a hotel, that I have to get myself and I have to go. That I cannot be staying here. My list is, uh, that my time here is done, blah, 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 blah. That because the house is open doesn't just mean that I can be staying here as if it's, an, as if it's a hotel. And I'm like, bro, how is this called for? I was so confused. I'm like, how is this called for? I am not staying here anything. Like, like literally, I paid rent. The last night I paid rent for was the night I just slept, right? Like, I literally just slept my last night. Today is the day I'm meant to be moving. Like, me trying to even move out earlier was me doing you a favor, but, like, I'm still well within my rights. It was very degrading, very embarrassing. I just found myself standing there wondering, like, bro, my dad's house in Nigeria can swallow your house, like, at least three times comfortably. Like, mama, parole me, lori dear. Like, <laughs> don't shout on me. Do not shout at me. So it was very embarrassing. And I like honestly, that thing really, really affected me. That whole shouting experience because I'm kind of a person that I don't overstep. Um, so it was just really, really confusing for me. Anyway, so after that, I was pissed. I grab all my things, I call my friend because me, I don't like embarrassments, you know, Nollywood style, carry my load, pack, 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 grab my keys, flung it at the desk, there's your key, stormed out, requested my Uber, and went. So, dramatically left this place. Now, I move into my Tobiko place. Eventually, after getting all my stuff, my, getting myself sorted and feeling like I was, you know, balanced. Thankfully, I said, you know, I had gotten the job that I went to interview for. So, now I had, like, an income. Um, and then, my experience in that place, honestly, was probably one of my worst, I would say. I think my landlord in that place was probably my best landlord that I've had till date. Excuse me. I have like a, I don't know. I don't know what I have. Ignore me. <laughs> so I I moved into this place. My landlord there was probably the best I've had, but the living situation very easily was the worst. Like I've described, we're four in this very small space, which I don't know why I thought I could hack. It was far from ideal. The building was very old. It was not well maintained. <laughs> it was my room was like a closet. Um, it came furnished. 
had bulky furniture that was eating up pretty much all the space um the closet was you know might as well have been a suitcase um it was a single bed and there was still no space in this place and to make matters worse um i think i forget who lived there originally but so basically i knew two of the people two of the other people that lived in the unit from my program and then there was one other person that had lived there since one guy right this was my first time living with a guy now this particular guy i'm just going to skip many many things and get into this particular person because this person was a thorn in my flesh first of all he was racist second of all he was a criminal let's just call it what it is third he was just he just made my life unbearable this guy technically used to bully me um one time he wrote like he used to just do things i, I can't even remember a lot of it now but you know what you do with my microaggressions it's almost like yeah, the only person that can really know anyway one time he now goes and there's like i think hair in the in the bathtub like from you know somebody washing their hair mind you i have very short curly hair there is a long strand of straight hair how is it my hair he goes and he writes like a hate message on my on a sticky note and pastes it on my door for everybody to see something along the, the lines of you disgusting b word blah 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 and I'm just like, bro, what? Like, what is this? One time, I used his pots. Unfortunately for me, that day, my rice burnt. I didn't even know it was his pots because basically, we all used to share all the cooking utensils. My guy, like, honestly, if I had known it was his pot, I would never have touched it. I thought it was actually one of the people from my program. And it was that kind of thing that Nigerian cooking, if food should burn, you soak it. You soak the pot, right? You scrape off the burnt thing, and the pot is good. Do you get what I mean? He said I should come and pay him forty something dollars, and I was like, bro, forty something dollars for what? Are you joking? Like for one pot, like that came from a set of pots. Like, it was just very, very annoying. The whole situation. It was clearly trying to use it to cash out. This same guy. Remember how I said we didn't have a living room? He will host like people in the units and bring um like t- just tons of people to the house. They would all be drinking they'll be doing drugs in his room some of them would go into the washroom one time they were knocking sorry for my non-nigerian listeners they were having sex in the washroom they're very loud there's only one washroom in the unit nobody could use the washroom overnight like it was a mess this guy sometimes they would spill beer over the kitchen floor like oh god and then every time he would do this he would fill the sink with his like bare glasses and stuff soaking it mind you very small kitchen three of us will not have space to put our own dishes or wash our own dishes that was just a, a whole situation now as all of this is going on one day he does the same thing but during the day his crazy gatherings are getting more and more outrageous as time was going on and this is during the school week blah 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 we're all students he is throwing a mini rave or whatever during the day and the neighbors call the cops because the music is too loud cops enter the units and they all his friends run away so it's just him and there's like the needles and stuff so obviously there's meth the um police obviously catching him with meth me i'd been sleeping because me i was used to his noise but i had now woken up and i was hearing everything that was going on so they were like ah like obviously interrogating him about you know possession of meth and next thing the cop says you know if um that you are not a criminal you just have bad friends i know what criminals look like i'm like bro you are literally catching this guy with illegal substance if this was a black man how would this go down but basically the police kind of writes it off seizes his car so that he doesn't drive under the influence um i think i guess confiscates the hard drugs in the room and just lets him off the hook essentially um and then he just tells him that he needs to come with a family member to come and pick up his car anyway so that guy was a thorn in my flesh and it was a whole mess next thing i'm hearing that the guy that is dealing with for the whole bulk of school people is living in our basements and i'm just like bro are you joking like what's really going on in this house um so this particular guy moves out some other people move in it's okay for a while but it's still a whole mess i hated the place i hated living there my life was falling into shreds i didn't have enough space because i have a lot of stuff i was even in the closet everything in that place was just wrong <laughs> and then next thing basically everybody else there hated it so everybody was moving out um and then next thing my landlord is letting giving us heads up that the two people from the basement one of whom i know 
was a weed dealer at a time when weed wasn't even legal was going to be moving upstairs after my experience with the whole police guy and having to introspect and you know think of okay what if this guy what if i had been outside when the cops entered like would i have been implicated like as a black person just dealing with that police encounter i was like no way in hell am i going to leave with another person that is doing drugs like no it is not going to happen it's never going to be the case i am getting out of here so i started looking for a place i did not find a place but i did not care i was getting out i was i was getting out because my landlord had made it very clear that she wasn't going to do a short short term lease with anybody because she wanted to increase the rent and she was very particular about that so moved out put my stuff in the storage unit um my mom was around around time i was moving out so i stayed in the hotel for a bit still didn't find a place um and at the time one of my friends was like you know you can come and stay with me bless her heart so i was staying in square one i'm not going to get into anything about that place it was again i was not paying rent there i was just squatting and for a squatting situation it was more than ideal i had a bedroom to myself she was literally the perfect host can't complain um so after that place i had found a friend that you know was going to live with me um so we started looking for a place together because we both knew we were both looking and if you're familiar with the toronto like the greater toronto area market you know that if you have a small budget renting with someone is your best bet right like you can't like you can't like not that you can't but for any ideal situation essentially like it's best to just have somebody else so at the time our budgets were kind of similar i had risen my budget from 600 to 800 because i just wasn't finding anything around that 600 mark and i started to really understand that for 2018 600 was just not going to happen so (laughs) i can do a whole podcast on the journey of finding a place in 2018 but um essentially we found after a very long adverse journey that i can't even get to right now without triggering myself we found this place in Malton. At the time that we found it, it wasn't completed yet. They were still doing renovations. I hadn't even seen it in person, but I was trusting my friend's judgment because she had gone there and she said, you know what to say? I think this is the place we've been hoping for because God only knows how many things we have gone through looking for a place and we're both really exhausted. Um, So yeah, we decided we're going to take it, we're going to move in. On our moving day, guys, we get there. First of all, the landlord is not there. The landlord is not picking. We finally entered the unit and um there's still like serious construction going on like serious construction um and the landlord didn't think to give us a heads up didn't think to let us know and that should have been our first red flag to be very honest but i think because we we're just both really exhausted from the house search that had been going on for months and months i think we had been actively looking together for maybe like four months um yeah we started during summer and this was like october right so anyway the landlord says that um the place is going to be done within a week blah 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 it took forever i personally didn't move in no my roommate didn't move in until october 18 but i didn't even move in i think till november 1st or something because i was just over the whole rubbish when we moved in like as at the time the place was okay for us to move in there were still a lot of things that weren't done a lot of finishes that needed to be done it was just not complete right um there wasn't any fire alarm, which was probably the biggest thing because that's obviously a safety concern. There wasn't any fire extinguisher or anything like that. Um, the kitchen cabinets did not have knobs. We did not have a vent cover, like literally like on top of us was a hole, right? <laughs> where the vent is supposed to be, um, where the vent cover should have been. Um, what else? There were many things. There were many, I can't even like, if I, if I start, we will not finish. So basically, after that time, he said, um, don't worry, everything will be sorted soon. You know, the contractors are still, you know, working. We just want to get give you guys access. Sorry about, you know, not being able to move in. It was just, everything was just kind of somehow. But you know when you don't want to be like bad belly, you still want to be optimistic. So I, think, I guess that's where both of us were. As this story already indicates, it was just issue after issue after issue. Next thing we're hearing was the contractor had ghosted, the contractor had their money, they had already paid for all the things that were missing, but the contractor did not do it, blah, blah, blah. Now, this guy had told us that, and this is about to be a teachable moment, this guy had told us that um, because everything wasn't going to be, wasn't complete yet, we wouldn't be paying utilities. So, now let me get going to the money of this place, like the figures. 
So the entire unit um, rent was $1,650, which worked out to $825 each. Um, our lease agreement was that we would be paying 25% of the total utilities for the house. Um, now, I think, what else? And then excluding Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi was free for us. So anyway, we um, started staying there. We were managing, it was far from ideal. The place wasn't warm. I remember when we complained about heating, the guy said we should turn on the furnace, like literally firewood. And we're just like, are you, are you joking? Like, are you actually joking? Um, so there are many, many issues that we had from day one, but we kind of kept on being optimistic that, you know, it will get better, it will get better, it will get better. Um, as, you know, time went on, it became obvious that nothing was going to be getting better. But we're like, you know what? The compensation is at least for now, we're not paying utilities now only for me to go to nigeria in march 2019 and so i didn't go to nigeria in march 2019 i can't remember honestly but sometime around between the end of february 2019 and may 2019 this guy randomly reaches out to us and tells us that we are owing him over a thousand dollars for utilities and we're both like, huh? Are you joking? Like, what kind of joke is this? That like, you literally told us that, you know, we didn't have to pay utilities out of courtesy because there was still work going on. Um, it was just a very confusing situation. And the teachable moment here is always have everything in writing. Like, even if it is not a formal signed document, like, have everything, like, have a paper trail. And this particular landlord, that was one of the things that was very annoying about him was he didn't take that, like, things being things being written down seriously because before we moved in we had stress that we needed to see previous bills which is a right that you have as a tenant to see previous bills if you're going to be made to pay utilities so you can estimate what your your monthly budget for utilities should be and if it is practical for you prior to moving in but he never provided us with this estimate before we moved in as at the beginning of our time there we also asked again never provided it as at the time he was telling us we owed him a thousand dollars we had still never seen a utility bill both from before we moved in and since we moved in so for us it was like how are you just going to come and slap us with this bill when we've literally never seen a utility bill since we moved here and our lease agreement is to pay you know 20% of 25% of the entire utilities for the house. Okay, so obviously we start contesting this thing. Mind you, as at the time this guy is slapping us with this utility bill, there's still no fire alarm in the house. A lot of the furnishings still aren't done. There's many things that just aren't ideal in the whole setup, like many, many things. It's still a home mess, right? And we're still not happy with our living situation. And now you're telling us to come and pay you like an extra thousand dollars out of nowhere. Um, I think a thousand two hundred dollars in total. So basically, we're kind of going back and forth about it. And there was no real way for us to prove that he had told us that utilities were not going to be mandatory for the time that the I say you know complimentary thing. Now, when we reached out to landlord, not to landlord at tenant, but to a housing lawyer or something like that, just to find out where you know what our legal standing was. The issue was um utilities is always a separate matter so technically no matter what's going on you have to pay utilities what you don't have to pay is rent so basically we're at that point where we could withhold rent but we have to pay technically the utility amount um and essentially it was going to be a thing of having to drag them to the landlord and tenant board and do the whole back and forth and i guess at that time it was just not a good not i guess at that time it was not a good time for me because when we were really in the heat of the back and forth i was in nigeria for my father's funeral and the last thing i wanted to be thinking about was freaking hydro and water like i'm paying rent for a place i'm not even occupying at the moment um so we came back the topic kind of died down where we had left things was you know send us the actual bills eventually he got back to us with the bills but we kind of still maintain our standing of listen we're not going to pay this thing um because this is just not ideal many things in the place were still not proper the place was still extra cold um more than half the time we always had to use electrical heaters which i guess was even spiking the bill um the bill itself was always outrageous we're like bro like how can it be costing this much and i mean eventually we figured it's because the house is huge um even though our unit is just a fraction of the house so i guess 25 percent of the utilities didn't actually make sense for us 
um and if we had seen the whole bill prior we could have negotiated it to be reduced because the house was pretty huge and we were occupying half of the basement of the whole house um anyway so outside of that we had other issues like the landlord just not being responsive um at a point one of the doors in our unit literally just fell down because it wasn't bolted well same thing happens one of the kitchen cabinet doors it was just thing after thing after thing and we we're literally just exhausted um towards uh the end of our stay there they started um you know coming to fix a lot of things but mind you we stayed there for about two years now at the time i wasn't ready to move again because i had moved so many times during school and i was approaching my final year of school and I just felt like I needed stability so I could just focus on school and finish well. Mind you, this place was in Mississauga in Malton, so it was still a crazy commute for me um, to school. And because of the nightmares I had been finding that place to begin with, I just wasn't ready to go through house hunting again because house hunting had really affected me academically um, previously. So I just like wasn't ready for that. So anyway, we um, stuck it out for two years and eventually, um, my roommate found another living situation that worked for her, so she was going to move out. Um, the landlord who had um, previously said that, um, you know, we could work out something, blah, 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 if either of us wanted to move out before the end of, you know, our stay, our joint stay there, it would work out. Now turned mouth and said, no, if one person was moving out, we either had to bring in somebody or we would both move out. Blah, blah basically like there was not going to be any like kind of buffer or anything like that so i was not kind of under pressure to find a place asap um and yeah i found a i, I worked with a realtor who, who was really really amazing who i strongly recommend um because she did a really great job in terms of listening to me and helping me find you know what i was what was ideal for me um after all my experiences combined i knew that i didn't want to have a roommate again because even prior to moving with this person that i lived with um in my last place like before my present place i had said i wanted to live by myself but at the time i couldn't afford to right so that was the only reason why i was even in this whole roommate situation so i had said you know what like no time is better than the presence i'm supposed to be looking for a roommate again i would rather just go and get my one bedroom slash studio situation like i always wanted um so yeah that's kind of what i decided to do and i found a basement studio in toronto through my real estate agent um it was when i viewed it i basically loved it i actually vlogged it and i was going to put a moving vlog when i finished setting like put it a a a moving series when i finished furnishing the place which i haven't even till this done like furnished the place um so i actually recorded just different videos of the experience of finding the place blah 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 um the place huh <laughs> this one is tricky because i presently have a lease like till right now um but basically i <laughs> Sorry, guys. This one is actually this one is touchy. Um, let me just preface everything I'm about to say with: I am presently looking for a new place, and I have only been in this place for a few months. I moved in in September. I didn't even move in at the start of my lease because I had a bit of grace period. But I moved in in September. Um, stayed the whole of October. Actually, no, stayed half of September, half of October none of november and i'm staying no one week in november and i'm staying none of december and i already have issues essentially and i'm already looking for a place so anyway when i viewed the place everything looked fine the only issue was that the um ceiling was low so the ceiling is basically right above my head and at the time i didn't think of it as such a big deal like it wasn't the most ideal situation but for what everything else i was getting I didn't mind. So the rent for this place is $995, including all utilities, as, um, except from Wi-Fi um, and insurance. So I, I pay $995 to my landlord, I pay about $56.50 for Wi-Fi, and I pay $25 for insurance, tenant insurance, right? Um, which is mandated by my landlord. So in this place, I have a studio. I would say the whole unit is about 500 and something square feet, bearing in mind that the ceiling is low, right? So 
like it's actually a considerable amount of space it's a studio i have a separate kitchen so in a lot of toronto studio apartments like it's literally your kitchen and your your stove top and your bed can be like arms length apart right like literally no division but in this place i kind of have a separate kitchen and a bit of a hallway then a living room area um and then i have a washroom that is obviously separate from everything else so it kind of gives that it's a studio um but as opposed to the kitchen living room and bedroom being one space it's just the living room and bedroom that are one space um so all that considered and just based off everything i felt like it was an ideal situation now having said that number one remember how i said the only thing that was an issue was the height of the space yeah it ended up being a bigger issue than i (laughs) that i had expected i have talked about this in another episode where i got a concussion in my apartment so yeah that was a thing that happened um so after my concussion it kind of became okay well this isn't the most ideal situation but i was going to just like tough it out then outside of that um i think before my concussion we'd had the breaker panel trip out so an electrical issue right i didn't know anything about you know breaker panel blah 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 so the person that lives upstairs actually had to come into my unit to fix it because she knew how to fix the breaker panel mind you this is during covid she's really sweet she's a really nice person don't have any issues with her whatsoever she's actually been you know kind of one of the highlights of even living in the place <laughs> because she's you know a really good person but like it or not it's still during covid right so having someone in my unit during covid isn't the most ideal thing um but at the time wasn't a huge deal to me right let's fix this to break up and let's get it done with anyway after that i came down to my friend's place outside of the city just to get a break from living by myself having spent most of 2020 alone in isolation because it's a pandemic um i just felt like i needed a break from that right so staying with my friend's family and then randomly i get a message oh there's electrical issues they need to gain access to my apartment and i was like I'm not in the city, right? Blah, blah, blah. I just said, you know what? Enter the apartment. I don't really care. Do whatever you need to do. Lock my apartment you're living and just, you know, make sure everything's fine. Um, I never heard back concerning that. And then I go for one week in November to stay in my place, get a few more things and come back to my friend's place because I'm just not ready to be by myself again. Um, when I go back... <sighs> gosh, guys. When I go back, I hear, I see a rat, and guys, I, I don't know, man. Especially because it was a studio, it just tripped me so much because, literally, I saw the rats in the kitchen. But seeing the rats in the kitchen, like my kitchen is separated from my, you know, bedroom and living room, like I described. But there's no door, right? It's just a separate space, like it's kind of walled off. But the door is like an open thing, right? I, I demarcated it with a curtain, but literally, like a rat in the kitchen is the equivalent the equivalent of a rat in the living room which is the equivalent of the rat in my bedroom so i was just like bro like wait what um so i see the rat and then all of a sudden obviously it runs behind the fridge i don't see it again i'm hoping that i miss so as i try to sleep that night i keep hearing the rats moving around the unit and i'm just like god what the hell mind you i still have some boxes because i'm planning to get i was i mean i was planning to get a new storage um unit like a a shelving unit for my kitchen so everything that i would ideally be in that shelving unit is literally in boxes just on my kitchen floor so basically my kitchen is pretty you know congested because everything is on the floor as opposed to like up on the wall um and then along that same wall in the living area i have my like couch right so basically if it runs along that wall i will not see there's literally no way of me seeing you know what is going it's just a whole situation that left me with a lot of paranoia anyway so i text my landlord and i'm like bro i think there's a rat in this house and at the time i had assumed that when they came to fix the electrical issues that happened while i was away that they had left the door open um but um it ended up being that that wasn't the case and that they had fixed the electrical issues another way so that means that there is this is the basement mind you that there is a hole somewhere in that unit that rats can just gain access to the unit from, which for me is just a huge, huge no-no and really, really and truly probably the breaking point for me. 
Um, but yeah, I talked to the landlord. Landlord is like, call the extractors and send us the bill after. And already, like, I'm just like, I, d- I don't really know how to, you know, I don't know, like, if that is the ideal, but like, for me, it wasn't a huge deal. Tried to get a hold of extractors, I couldn't. I was going to leave at the end of the week anyway, so I pack my belongings, I come back, you know, to my friend's place. As I'm at my friend's place again, get another message saying, they've had another electrical issue and i'm like bro like how many months has it been like since the first one like how can we just keep having these electrical issues every time i'm not even in the house right so this is half of the load why is the the electric the thing tripping every time um so basically i said you know it's fine to go into my apartment and that's when i discovered that they hadn't gone before and imagine the landlord telling me they don't have the keys to the apartment mind you in this you know, markets like in Toronto, it is the ideal that the landlord always have a spare key because in the event that let's say you lock yourself out of units, blah blah blah. Ideally, the landlord will give you access to your units. Maybe not immediately, but you know, it's just one of the quote unquote responsibilities of the landlord. So how don't you have a key to the units? Like, what if it was an emergency? What if something happened to me and you know they needed to gain access to the units from outside? Like, all these questions are buzzing in my head. But I'm just like, you know what? Cool. I have two keys when i'm in the city i will drop one off for you i wasn't going to be in the city anytime soon but i had said you know what if you guys actually want to come and pick the city for me the keys for me where i am i don't drive i cannot you know uber back and forth because of this if somebody was come and pick the keys for me i'm fine to give them the keys um nobody came they didn't respond to that eventually i think two weeks after i went to pick up some things from my apartment and as i enter i am hit with the most pungent smell it is disgusting it is nauseating and i'm like bro what the hell is going on turns out that um okay so i'm hit with the smell i don't know what it is i like i was kind of confused like what have i done maybe the rat died i don't know so i go to the um breaker panel i fixed the breaker panel issue because my neighbor had taught me how to do it and next thing i hear my fridge come on at that point i realized bro um my fridge has been not working for weeks and i opened my freezer that i had literally stocked right before leaving and everything had gone bad there was mold there was blood i had fish chicken veggies all that type of stuff in my freezer that had frozen so that you know it's a pandemic when I come back to Toronto, I don't have to like go and start doing groceries because I don't know, like the city was lock- going on lockdown. Like so many things were happening, right? It just made the most sense to stock up my freezer so that I wouldn't be stranded whenever I came back to the city. Um, and now all that food had gone bad. And mind you, this was like $100 worth of groceries. So um, I shall take pictures of stuff. I do what I need to do. I'm still in the apartment for a while. Um, I clean the freezer, clean everything text my landlord what happened and as i'm there i still hear rats moving again i don't know if this is my paranoia or if there's actually rats don't quote me but anyway at that point i'm like bro why is there still a rat in this place like i'm just like over everything next thing my landlord doesn't get back to me um because i had texted him you like first of all you all need to reimburse me for the money i just lost on groceries because of your situation and then two figure out what's going on with the electricity in this unit and make sure that this thing doesn't keep tripping, right? Like, why is this happening? How is this ideal? Um, so I don't hear back for the longest time. I think eventually I call to be like, bro, what is going on? Um, and then the the, the, the guy basically goes, because my, my unit is, my building is owned by, I guess, like a group of people. I think they pull the money together to buy it and they're like a company. Um, so there's different people involved, but there's one main person that I speak to. And I was like, guy, you know, this, 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 I never heard back from you guys. And he goes, um, they talked about it and they kind of figured they were not liable for my groceries because I was not in the unit. That if I was in the unit, the groceries would have gone bad, blah, blah, blah. Mind you, all this time that I haven't been in the unit for over a month, I've been paying full rent. So like, can you get like, um so yeah that was basically that and then he now said an electrician would come and look at the unit and figure out what's going on but essentially it's an old building so it is what it is they cannot guarantee anything because it's an old building mind you when we were moving in there was no disclaimer about electrical issues there was nothing like he basically said yeah if all of you actually your hairdryers at the same time the electricity will go out and i was like that doesn't make sense because not like he told us there was any max load 
I signed my lease independently. They signed their lease independently. Why is, you know, what is this interdependency of I need to be calling them to be like, you, I guess you say your microwave before I, I turn on my own microwave. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, so at, at that point, I ask um, if I need to move out, how is this going to work? Anyway, this is very much an ongoing issue. I don't have all the answers yet. All I know is that I have started looking for a place. It's been the most frustrating thing so far because I'm not trying to spend significantly more than I presently do on housing. Um, obviously, because financial priorities. Um, but yeah, here we are. Here I am. And I guess wish me luck. I don't know. Um, <laughs> this has been a very, very long episode. Easily the longest one so far but i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope it gave you guys some kind of info just about the housing situation in canada when you're not trying to spend too much coin um i once i figure out my housing situation and i move or whatever happens i'll probably come and do an update um to give you guys more information so you guys kind of have context but or have that you know good to know information but anyway that has been this episode again i hope wow that that you know, came at the most unfortunate time. Um, I just burped. I don't know if you guys said that, but okay. So, <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode and you want to come and share your your hot takes with me, I really really appreciate it. Um, my Twitter as always is toast underscore adeni. My Instagram toast Email address toastadeni at gmail It will all be in the description of this episode. If you do not already follow me on any of those platforms but yeah if you do and you want to let me know your thoughts by all means do that you can also tweet with the hashtag talk to me toast i will be keeping an eye out for your tweets blah 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 it's been fun and i will talk to you again on monday by 12 p.m have a good week guys